0: You are listening to Savor and Sage Unplugged, and I'm your host, Stephanie Renee. Each season, I'll be hooking up with a diverse group of folks that are unplugging and giving an unfiltered glimpse into their lives, creative process, and dropping that sage advice to carry us through life. I'm back again with Chef Travis Cleaves, the creator of Blue Lotus Spice Company, a trained nurse. And has the best IG handle, the Spice Twerker. Listen in to part two.
1: I just need Uncle Joe to hit that switch. Oh, 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 like, please, please. Please. Please
0: do
1: it. <laughs> please. You know, people are like, oh, you got all these degrees. I'm like, I got all this
0: debt. <laughs> Lord, yes. Other than the debt. <laughs> What's on the horizon for you right now?
1: So the biggest thing right now I'm working on is, is, is my business, um, which is the Blue Lotus Spice Company, um, started it in 2017. As I said earlier, I've been always wanting to make my own spice blends and and seasoning blends and stuff like that. So when I shuttered my catering business in 2015, um, no, 2013, yeah, 2013, um, I decided, you know, I didn't want to cater anymore because I just, I just, I was tired. It, it mm, was.
0: That's, I mean, it's a hard business. Oof.
1: It's hard and it's semi-thankless because everybody loves you once the food is in their mouths and they're eating it. Everybody hates you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were you trying to invoice?
1: Yeah, yes. Invoice <laughs> or or tell them, yeah, no, that's not what you want to. That's not what you want to do, food wise, and that's not that that's not going to be a good look. You know, everybody wants uh, caviar for their baby's first birthday party, but they only want to pay you fifteen dollars. You know, for the entirety, they're like, "Can you can you make all this food for a hundred dollars?" And it's like, <laughs> n- no. <laughs> No, or my favorite is, um, oh, I could I could go to Sam's or Costco and get all the stuff. It it don't cost that much, okay? <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, my time, my skill, yeah, you know, right, all that. But no, but so no, Blue Lotus Spice Company is, is something I've been working hard on. It is it is my <laughs> way of bringing authentic. Afro-Creole, West African and American Creole flavors to people. I love um, it. I'm, I'm, I'm huge on food history, especially um, the African American experience. And so through research and through reading and I, I spent like a year and a half researching all this stuff and realizing the, the, the huge connections between um, New Orleans, Haiti, Cuba, and, and West Africa. And how, you know, through slavery through the transatlantic trade slave, and when people got, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that uh, Charleston, South, South Carolina, and New Orleans were the two biggest slave forts in, in this country. And so um, every Sunday, yeah in new orleans they would get together in this little this little patch of grass called congo square and that is when the slave masters gave all the slaves a day off and they would gather in this square all day long and they would cook they would sing they would dance they would sell their wares and 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 things that they made to the other black people from the other plantations within the state or or the area and so within that a lot of the dishes that people love and know from New Orleans were were birthed from from that little tiny section of New Orleans. That's actually that's still there, and so gumbo, um, jambalaya, etouffee—all those dishes that we that we love were born in Africa, remixed a little bit in Cuba and Haiti. Mm-hmm. Refined, remixed a little bit more, but refined in New Orleans to what you have today. And um, so, after reading and doing all that history, I, w- I was looking and see well, what did, what what were the things that they used to flavor these these dishes? And then started reading about the different spices and stuff of West Africa and even northwest Northwest Africa and Morocco. Liberia, Libya, Tanzania, all those places um, up there, which, you know, these people are African, not Arab, <laughs> and discovering the different types of flavors and flavor profiles that they that they use. And so found a guy who, God, it sounds shady, but it's not. He had like, a, <laughs> he had a... He, had a, he, had, he, had he knew like, someone who knew
0: someone who knew someone. Yeah, he had a... He had a <laughs> he had he had a
1: connection in, in the in the spice trade in western africa because believe it or not it is hard to get in no
0: very i can
1: hard, believe it very hard to get in uh and i joke and i tell people i said uh i don't know if you've seen american gangster but i said i, I felt like frank lucas and i had to go over instead of buying from the middle man i had to go straight to the source to the okay. connection and get, I had to get it from the connect himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, funny, funny thing was was that this guy ended up being my translator because I don't, I don't speak Farsi, I don't speak Arabic, um, do not speak any French, whatso whatsoever. The, the, the few people I knew from Nigerian and a little bit of evil I knew I struggled with. So I was like, okay, I need somebody on the other side. To help me communicate what what I needed, so ended up ended up buying. Oh God, was it fifty pounds of these different? Yeah, it was fifty. It was fifty pounds of these these like ten different different spices, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, got the FedEx box. My house smelled like a damn African kitchen for like <laughs> no, literally like months. Wow. And, um sat there played with the different flavors and then started realizing like oh my god this tastes like home and then wait a minute this is similar wait a minute mm-hmm. this is wait a minute this is similar and so then finally i got a blend that i was happy with and that's the first blend i, I created it's called a. I call it lotus essence and the reason why i named the company the blue lotus spice company um, is because the African blue lotus was the very first herb that was widely used amongst African people to season food. Um, mm. Some people smoked it. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> it's multifaceted.
1: Yes, it is multi- It was it was the cannabis of its day because. Okay. Because people cooked, no, seriously, people cooked with it. People made tea with it. They made medicine with it. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was that was my callback to the beginning of it all. Mm-hmm. There'd be there'd be no no West African cuisine without the African blue lotus. There'd be no seasoning without the African blue lotus. There'd be no, you know, there'd be nothing culinary wise as we as the flavors that I know. Mm. from new orleans and beyond without it and so um found the blend um named the first blend lotus essence and everyone asked me "Well, what does it taste like and i always struggle because i'm like it's just different but different in a good way it's mm-hmm. it's it's nothing i guarantee you it's nothing you've ever tasted before and i, and I don't mean it's in an in a, in a arrogant way it's just that it's good I have yet to have anyone tell me it's not good and it's just it's just different it's not lawry's it's not obey it's not anything you've ever had before so the biggest thing that i did with it was um i took 99 percent of the salt out being a nurse my biggest thing is um amongst black people one of our biggest issues is hypertension Mm-hmm. And so, having my father go through two heart attacks um, and still battle high blood pressure till this day, seeing a ton of you know black people battle with it, um, one of the things that upsets me the most at the seasons we use the, mo- use the most, the first ingredient in it is always salt. salt.
0: Yeah.
1: And so um, I was like, I'm not selling people salt. I'm not selling you salt sprinkled with flavor. I, I don't. I don't believe in that at all and you know and i'm not knocking those people who use those things but um also food education is a big thing for me yeah. and so and we uh,
0: actually don't need that much salt i mean salt don't. does help with the it helps to enliven some things but you don't right. need that much if you're using other right. herbs and spices
1: <laughs> one day we'll have the conversation about black people over seasoning food just not just just not not today. I, look, yeah.
0: That's a, yeah. That's, that's I mean, and I'm glad I'm glad that you brought that up though, because I do think for one, I love history, I love food history, and I love our history around food. And I think many of us don't know like how deep the connections between American, African Americans, and Africans, West Africans and Haitians and just across the whole African diaspora, how yep. connected we are by our different foods and yep. we call them different names, but okay. they're like pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking at jambalaya or jollof rice or red rice, I mean, they're very connected. Yeah. Tonight, I'm going to be making gumbo zerb It's very close to calla so, I mean, you start looking at all these different things, and they're very connected. And when you look at food and spirituality and voodoo and its connections to Christianity, I mean, all of that.
1: Voodoo, Santeria, mm-hmm. all it is, it's, it's, yeah. I am glad you mentioned, you mentioned gumbo Herbs. Um, <laughs> no, no, because I, thank you. I just want I want to, I want to say thank you, because, uh-huh. um... I've, I've never no i made it once i made uh-huh. it once. i'm not a huge collard green fan i i'm probably one of the one of the only black people on earth who turn their nose and when you say collard greens i'm like collard
0: <sighs> well, greens aren't my favorite i do like collard greens but they are not my favorite
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but so um God, why does I know well, I know why? But I was gonna say, why does everything about me revolve around New Orleans? But, uh, but um, so I don't know if you know, but gumbo herbs is a traditional, and when I mean traditional, God is traditional Easter, Good Friday dish. Leah Chase that was her thing you knew on good friday you could go to dookie chase and get a bowl of, of gumbo's herbs mm-hmm. <laughs> god that made my heart warm seriously <laughs> like you said you said that and i'm like oh wait crap it's good it's good it is good uh-huh. it is good and and that and that was that, that was her thing and yeah that is that's another one like you said, it's very similar to to kalaloo and yeah but but through like for, for the for the spice company, my, my biggest thing, my biggest goal right now, I would say it would be to educate people on the nuances and, and respect the sanctity of Creole Cuisine. And when I mean Creole Cuisine, I'm I mean from Africa to New Orleans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um people often Either get offended or laugh at people from New Orleans and the and just the state of Louisiana. Of how fiercely we defend our food! Like, no, I think we literally, like, we'll probably go to blows behind you messing with our our, our food yeah. because it's 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 sacred. One, two. I don't think. One, I know people from other areas of the country don't understand. The and you get it, which which I'm I'm not that you say you got family from Louisiana, I know why you get it, but most people don't get that there is literally a line, a rope. If if you just imagine a rope and you've got one end of that rope tied to a stake in Africa, that rope is dragged across the Atlantic, another stake is is in the Caribbean, at in literally in each island, another large stake is in Haiti and then another large steak is in Cuba, then that rope drags to New Orleans. Every, like you said, every dish has either a cousin or direct relative in Mm -hmm. each one of those places. Um, Jollof and jambalaya are damn near the same thing. The only difference is, is the access to the spices that they had over in Louisiana Versus what they had over in West Africa. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost literally made the same way. Gumbo in New Orleans and Louisiana. Okra stew in West Africa. is Which the word for okra in Africa is gumbo. Literally. <laughs> li- like literally the same. Like one in the same. And so when people go messing with with the dishes and throwing stuff in and be like oh gumbo just need throwing everything in the pot no no it don't. <laughs> it don't that's one two it's 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 a it's a sacred familial ritual that's passed down from generation to generation from family to family granted no two families make gumbo just alike mm-hmm. but the base of it the 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 composition of it is practically the same so when you start messing with those it's 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 like you're taking an eraser and and erasing the culture and so you know i i I give people the example of you know you can go buy a cheesesteak anywhere in the country but nobody is now people in Philadelphia will tell you nah that ain't really a, a cheesesteak but they don't defend the sanctity yes. of the cheese. right i don't trust gumbo outside of the boundaries of i don't of louisiana i don't unless unless it came from my hand or someone i know who is like i was born and raised in louisiana and i know how to make it
0: yeah, I need to
1: know where your people from. Right. I might let <laughs> you get away with it if you like second generation. But if you come telling me "Well, my great, 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 great grandmother was from Louisiana. Nah, nah. You too far down the line <laughs> to, to be tapped in to what you need to know to make this right. And so, and I tell people, you will be hard pressed to find a gumbo recipe that's written down. Yeah, no. But, because it's literally Passed down from hand to hand through actively cooking, Uh, my grandmother probably the best gumbo I've I've ever had in in my life. Mm -hmm. I cooked some for her. Uh, Probably one of the greatest moments of my life is she she looked at me and she did this, Mm. and then she was like, "It's not mine," but. You could have. I, I should have played the lottery that day because yeah. you, you could have told me that I didn't win the Super Bowl. I wasn't the greatest chef on the planet because when my grandmother uh, gave me the head nod of approval, of, of it was—it was almost like um, what they say. she say good, well done, my faithful servant. Like that, uh-huh. that's I, I felt. I, I felt like my crown had been yeah. laid upon my head. And I was, I was officially, um, I was a baby man, gumbo-wise.
0: I love that. I love it. Because, yeah, when you do get those kudos from your elders like that, it's like, okay. And I, yeah, and I, I totally understand it. It's just like my granny's dressing. Like, nobody could touch her dressing. And when, to me, everybody else, they say that it tastes like hers. To me, I'm like, it doesn't taste quite it's, like
1: it's, hers. It's, yeah, it's it's I don't Mag- know
0: what she did. some kind of magic. No, but no, it's close. No,
1: no. I, okay, I'm going to say this. It's probably going to sound weird. But roll with me. It was magic. It was, it was you know, uh, as cliche as the phrase has gotten, it, it was her black girl magic. It, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was her magic. I have never, ever seen a gumbo recipe in my life. All I know was I was taught the technique and I was taught what goes, what doesn't go and when to put it in the pot and when not to put it in the pot. Again, like you, my family's like, oh my God, this gumbo this, this, this gumbo is almost like Martha's. And I'm like, oh, nah, yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll never be because her soul literally touched it every time she made it. Mm -hmm. and when you take the soul away from it it's it'll it'll never ever 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 be the same it's that magic it's that it's that it's that energy as much as i hate that phrase now oh energy i know there's (laughs) a lot of people
0: saying it huh (laughs) (laughs) but it is but it's the
1: it's that it's that it's that energy that touches it that permeates it because this is something i firmly i firmly believe in I don't cook when I'm in a bad mood.
0: Mm. I, I, I mess w- stuff up because I've I been in a bad mood and mad.
1: I won't cook when I'm mad. I won't cook when I'm sad. I won't cook um, if I'm hurting because your feelings are in your food.
0: Yep.
1: And I tell people you transfer yourself into your food and um, I'm friends to tell you one of the things I also say is that I, I don't just cook for anyone because for me, cooking for you is an extremely intimate thing. Yeah, it is. If you're not hiring me professionally, I'm not just I'm not just out here cooking for for just any any randall. Maybe that's why I'm single. Anyway, <laughs> just just because because cooking is a is a form of love. Mm -hmm. it is it is you put your 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 all your your essence your everything into this dish into this pot and you're touching this spoon and that spoon is touching the food and, and that 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 transference is happening and um then when people taste it people taste that that love because everyone and i don't care who they are everyone has a story that revolves around food good or bad yeah. everyone has a story that revolves around food and everyone has a story about a dish someone made for them that that altered them that changed them and you can't you can't replicate that so that's why when you say you know oh everybody said it tastes like my grannie's but it's not my grannie's that trans that transference isn't isn't there so mm-hmm. I, I, I i i get it yeah. i get it yeah food is food
0: is and i'm glad you said it's an intimate thing because it is i very. mean very yeah and i noticed <clears throat> like when you said you don't cook when you're mad or you know when something because i have literally just messed stuff up that i've cooked for years because i was cooking while i was mad and it just completely i'm like and i'm trying to figure out like why did this happen and it's like i was mad I, it, it, <laughs> my heart wasn't
1: in it make a sandwich and you'd be like this sandwich is just gross yeah just it's, trash just trash like i don't made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a thousand times and why is it that this one time it just tastes like trash Nah, i i, I, yeah. I learned i learned that a long time ago i i stopped i stopped cooking in my feelings because um uh, I would say for me I know if somebody taste something and be like oh my god this is really spicy I know I was mad I know I, if it's real spicy I got a little heavy-handed with the with the spice because the anger in me I'm tasting it as I'm going I'm like uh oh, yeah this is this is bland but but really it, it ain't yeah <laughs> it, so, yeah <laughs> yeah not nah.
0: So, I want to. We're gonna do some. I don't know if they're rapid fire questions, but okay. <laughs> I, 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 um, what's
1: that? I said I try to keep
0: it short. Um, <laughs> but these are some quick questions, maybe not the last one, but I know you're a sneaker head. Uh, so, what would your dream sneaker be?
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! I got I have two. Okay. I have I have two. Um, one, I hope they I hope they re-release it soon. It's um, a pair of Jordans. Surprise, surprise! It's uh, <laughs> the Jordan Eleven. Um, they called Space Jams, and so they were released when the, the movie Space Jam came out. Um, the new one
0: is coming out soon too,
1: right? Yeah, that's that, that's oh, really fun. Um, which, with Jordan's level of petty. Cause that man is petty. Oh my God, that man is petty. With his level Jeez. of, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, "Yo, drop my shoes when LeBron movie right? comes." Right. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm Michael Jordan. I'm the greatest to ever do it. I need everybody buying my shoes and not paying attention to. Because literally, if 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 those shoes drop when when LeBron, when the new Space Jam dropped with LeBron, everybody would not be talking about the movie. Everybody would be talking about hey, yo, them Space Jams dropped again. Yeah. We and so um, I, can I, I, look, I can see it. Look, I can see it too. I, actually, I hope that happens. Um, <laughs> it's a, so in the sneaker hair culture, we have what we call our, our, our grail shoe. Our, the, it's, it's your holy grail shoe, the shoe that you've been chasing the majority of your life. Um, and if you get your hands on it, you'll, you'll be, ah. so So um, that is the, the I, I, I've i got five grail shoes and I have three. Okay. Um, those two, well, the, the Jordan's, space, the Space Jam 11s are one. And then it's a pair of uh, Nike Air Yeezys, Air Yeezy 2s. It was the last shoe Yeezy made with Nike. I'll take them in any color because I don't, I don't, I don't care. I just want the shoe itself because uh-huh. I like the shoe itself and each pair of those shoes right now on the open market, you can get anywhere between five to $15,000 for the shoe. Wow. wow. Yeah. 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 The sneaker game is real. Sneaker, sneaker game is Woo! real. Woo. Goodness. <laughs> and so that's the, that's, that's my, that's my two pair of, of grill shoes that I have.
0: Yeah.
1: Left and if 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 either one of those drop within the next two to three years, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. It's, it's gonna cause yeah, it's already a problem because I'm up to <laughs> no seriously, I'm up to. I think it's like last count, I was at like ninety five pairs of sneakers.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, you got more shoes than I did
1: With two more pair (laughs) all
0: the way. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Those are a lot of sneakers. Those are a lot of sneakers. Goodness. Okay.
1: (laughs) Look, I tell everybody, if I ever ever got into like a financial pinch or a financial buy and I had to start selling sneakers, just know it's going to be like a funeral with every sale.
0: I feel like cooking and music go hand in hand yes so yes what's in your music rotation right now what do you listen to like when you're cooking
1: Ooh, right now I, honestly i need to stop listening to the song because god um leave the door open bruno mars and, and anderson Pop. oh
0: yeah yeah and Pop, um anderson pack yeah yeah
1: yeah i i
0: God,
1: I need to start that. God, I love I love the song, but I'm i I'm, I'm sick of listening to it now because I've listened to it I've listened to it so much. That's in the rotation. Alex Isley is in the rotation. Who else? God, Eric Roberson. I love that dude. I I, okay. I, I I I love him to death. Not 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 only just as a, as a, as a musician. I've I've had the the honor, respect, and pleasure to to cook for him several times and and also you know I will um, I guess I can you know consider him a friend and so yeah I listen to his music don't sound kind of cliche but I, I am a huge jazz fan not not mm. not like jazz. not like Najee, Jeff Lorber or those guys not knocking them because I, I like their stuff too but like I like Stan Getz uh, I like Quincy Jones's Quincy Jones Quintet, like the old stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's that one song. Now I need to look, now I want to look at my, my playlist because like, it's one song that I'll play over and over again.
1: Like 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 people throw around the, the musical genius tag a lot. Quincy Jones is gifted. And I don't think people, I don't think people understand how much influence he has had on modern music like pretty much almost every genre of music he has yeah. touched he and prince are the only two people i know who have had major major influences in a lot of genres of music and and prince more so as a songwriter than a than mm-hmm. a than a musician uh, i think people really sleep on Prince's songwriting ability and songwriting prowess. That dude could write the heck out of a song. Uh, but Quincy Jones just musically is just, oh my God. Oh my God. I've got um a Frank Sinatra LP where Quincy mu- Quincy Jones was the 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 conductor of his orchestra. Oh
0: wow I didn't know that.
1: See a lot a lot of people don't and it, it's uh. just like, Dude was, dude was everywhere.
0: Everywhere.
1: So yeah, no, I, I, yeah. So that, that Quincy Jones has been his, like, everything from his days with Ray Charles, all all of that stuff. All of those, that has just been heavy, heavy, heavy in the rotation. Because along with sneakers and music, I'm also into uh, cigars and bourbon. And so that Mm -hmm. is my cooking, drinking, and smoking music. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> that all around. Okay. Yeah,
1: I, I tell everybody. I swear, I'm 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 a 67 year old man trapped in a 40 year old body. <laughs> my my soul is way too old
0: for some old soul.
1: Man, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's, it is. It is. It is ridiculous.
0: So, my last question for you: I want you to finish this sentence. Oh. If I could have dinner with blank, I would cook them blank. Ooh. And why this person and why this dinner? Ooh.
1: God, if I could have dinner with blank, I would cook them blank. And you know, I read these questions and I should not get like for real, like I was like, okay, you know, go make sure you go over the question, make sure you're prepared. Oh man. I would have dinner with LeBron James and I would and I would make him gumbo. Okay.
0: So why LeBron and why gumbo?
1: LeBron I, I I admire LeBron James for like m- multiple reasons. Hope you don't have no basketball fans listening to this, to this, this podcast and, and watch it, but I think he's the, I think he's the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, And this is someone who grew up watching Michael Jordan. But even outside of that, he is probably between him and Magic Johnson, their business acumen is just otherworldly, especially as, as, as black men. And that's the thing that I I admire the, the most is that he is a, supremely gifted and talented basketball player, but he's just as supremely and gifted and talented at business. And so that is something I, I would love to be able to, not necessarily duplicate, but be able to do on my level, not only with my spice company, but it, be able to branch out and to do other things. Um, like a big thing that I, I, I really wanna do and I hope to be able to do probably within the next 3 to 5 years is that I want to be able to take people like yourself and other unknown or underknown black women chefs and showcase them and mm. give them their own space. I don't have to I don't have to be the face of it. I don't have to be known for it. I just want to be able to provide that space for black women chefs to be seen and heard and then not be relegated to women's month or black history month or um whatever special occasion they want to pull the the black woman out to feel special Mm -hmm. about about themselves reason being is black women drive food in this country i don't care what nobody says i don't men in the culinary space get all the accolades but black women Drive, food. I don't care if it. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the the cooking for Bay page on Instagram, where it's like. I, old, I have it. Oh, oh my god! So it's basically, it's basically a page of just like horrible, horrible dishes, and and people. It's a running joke of Oh, Bay made me this, and sometimes it'll be like Cheerios with cut up hot dogs or something, <laughs> something it, like it's bad. It, it, it's bad, but at the same time, even with that it's still woman-centric because everybody associates food and love with black women from okay. shit, even from slave time, mammies, and and were the caretakers, the feeders of white women and their children, white people and their children. And it is far time that black women get their space and their space only that they don't have to share and I would love to have a space hold events for black women chefs to come out and be seen cook whatever you want no rules do whatever it is you feel like you want to express invite people in to eat and sample uh, whatever it is you make and whatever money you make is yours if you charge if you don't it's whatever but it's all about that space for, for and holding a court for black women. And yeah. and and I would want I would want to talk to LeBron and be like, how is that possible? And what what corners would I have to move? What people would I have to talk to? What 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 rocks do I have to flip over in order to make to make that happen? Being a father of a of a young black girl who also, you know, knows how to cook, damn near, almost as well as I can. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, she's oh my God, she's good. She is, she is, she is so good. And I was like, I don't remember being this good at 13. I, kn- mm-hmm. I knew, how to, I knew how to put stuff together, but she like cooks, cooks. Like she's got a Master Chef Junior cookbook and has run through it. Like what? she, like she, no, she is good. She is good, good. Like, oh my God, she is good. And I tell her all the time, I was like, you are way better cooked than I was at your age. Way better. And she's like, oh, no, daddy, you just said no, 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 no. I thought I'd make Dumbo, actually, this this past Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she burned the rule the first time, but we, it happens. But you we, know,
0: we, you gotta learn.
1: You gotta <laughs> learn. <laughs> but, she, but she's good. So I, I want spaces for her and for people like her to just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 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 I hate that black women cooks have been almost, I feel like they've almost been regu- relegated to the blogosphere. And it's like, y'all are so much bigger than that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So much bigger than that. Y'all need, <laughs> you know, y'all definitely need a space to shine that's all yours. And and if the Karen's get mad, get mad. But because mm-hmm. you know, y'all help us got Food Network on lock. And and for real. Yeah. yeah. No. If we gotta produce it ourselves, if it's if even if it's just YouTube only, I don't care. I just want y'all to have a space where somebody can go back and reference y'all and know that if I were looking for a talented black woman with skill, this is this is this is where I could find
0: her. Yeah. Yep. I and appreciate it, that.
1: You know, because as black men, you know, we 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 have our our, our fair share of obstacles, but you know the one thing especially in the culinary space that we could do a lot better of is is promoting black women chefs we have to we we it's i don't want to say it's too much at stake but it is too much at stake for y'all to mm-hmm. to just be relegated to oh she got a blog oh she got a blog oh her blog is nice her blog is nice like nah you know yeah, nah. and, yeah you know. i feel that
0: because i think a lot of people they look They have a certain way that they look at blogs too, right? And I think now that I'm in, I'm like, shit, this this is hard. (laughs) Look, it's a full time job, and it's like,
1: yeah, it is. And people are like, well, why don't you blog? I'm like, okay, one, I work for twelve to fourteen hours a day. Two, you know, I'm also running a business. Three. Mm I ain't got time to
0: sit down and write nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard. I, I'm working full. It was somebody I was talking to, and they were like, oh, I thought this was all you did. I'm like, no. Nah, I got a full-on job. And okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm doing a lot. So.
1: Yeah. It, like, I like I admire people who've done it for, like, so long. Like, um, Jim of the South, Tamra, uh, love well man that's 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 oh that's my homie there um she she's one of the few people who um and i joke with her all the time i tell her um she's probably the only person who i eat peach cobbler from um Mm how people how people feel strongly about sugar on grits is how i feel about peaches out of a can like oh yeah i
0: get i get you yeah don't get me started with sugar on grits (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started
1: yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about peach cobbler because it's like if you just gonna tell me you pour a can of peaches in a in a dish and put some flour and stuff, uh, you keep that. You keep that. Uh, Simply Lakita, Lakita does some 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 great stuff. To like, see, it's a bunch of y'all out there, and it's just like,
0: yeah, I mean, and I think even once I kind of got into it, I was like, wow, I didn't even know all these folks was out here, and I'm just learning. I'm like, wow, yeah, they are. They're doing some amazing.
1: Some amazing, amazing stuff. And it's like, why are they just like I get having your blog and I get that it serves a purpose? And a lot of them are full-time bloggers and I and I applaud them for that. And I want them to continue to, to thrive in and stuff in that in that medium. But at the same time, they they need a little light. They need a little shine. They, you know, is occasionally here, stand on this pedestal. We will give you your flowers. We will show you your appreciation. And let people know there is amazement yeah, <laughs> right, right here, you know, and you don't have to, you don't have to go look for it because of what I also hate. And, you know, we were talking about trends earlier. What I also hate is that um, these, these spaces get stuck on a select few people and recycle them. And yeah. it, it, like, uh, my friends laugh at me when I say this, uh, I'm tired of comments. I am tired of common space. If it's a black event in a white space, they go. They pull common out their back pocket every time. I'm about to say
0: like it. he all over the place. He I'm everywhere.
1: Sick, <laughs> I'm sick of seeing common. Sick like every like for like five NBA All Star games straight. He was always like the MC of some event. And I was like, we go go put common to bed. Put him to put him to bed. Lay him down somewhere. Lay him down somewhere. And so, you know, and and I get tired of seeing Sonny Anderson. I get tired of, uh, you know, like, I I love G. Garvin. Look up to the dude, but get tired of seeing his face. You know, um, oh, God, what's Carla's last name? Uh, Huh? Carla Hall? Yeah, Carla Hall. Mm -hmm. You know, God bless her. You know, we got more, there are more Black chefs than that more black chefs than that um god mike scott down in south uh carolina dude does is that the
0: one doing
1: he does the gulligichi or no no he does He does barbecue okay dude won a james beard award on takeout barbecue that is that is badass why we can't get this why why do i have to to just see him maybe on netflix yeah, Mashama Bailey with 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 fancy ass soul food in Savannah, mm-hmm. Jordan, killing it. Why I only get to see about her on, on on Netflix. Eduardo Jordan up in Seattle, dude got two two restaurants and killing it with both. With with dude, only only black man I know on the planet who has fried who has deep fried duck. Yeah, who,
0: deep who, who else
1: deep fried duck? I, I, <laughs> that's what i'm trying to figure the only man i know who has deep fried a duck i was like you know what black people i love us i love deep fried the duck and and got it looking fancy as hell and i'm pretty sure it's good as hell because i guarantee the next time i'm see i'm in seattle i'm going to this spot mm-hmm. he only serves it on sundays and i, I am going to
0: get he got a yep shape your whole vacation around making sure you're there on that day look
1: look, look. i'm not leaving till tuesday because i need this duck on sunday (laughs) and i might need monday to recover so yeah but but yeah nah but thank you though for this opportunity thank you yeah
0: Um, i had an amazing time talking with you getting to know you a little bit more thank you for agreeing
1: oh no 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 problem one i i I tell everybody, I don't care if I become a multi-billionaire. I'm I'll never be too big to say, yeah, I'll let you interview me. Cause I mean everybody needs everybody needs a uh opportunity. And then also, like you said, it's just is it fun, it's fun meeting people, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm honored because I'm like, oh man, okay, she wants to talk to little little, little <laughs> mini. Oh man. So I, I, I do I do appreciate it and even in the vein of just move you guys forward and, and and progress you guys i i'm all i'm all here here for it so if this podcast is the, the start of something big so be it i will do it and i will be be able to probably look back and be like oh yeah man i i remember you know stephanie before she was like you know oprah level you know <laughs> stephanie yeah you know she interviewed me one time people be like stephanie I ain't never interviewed be like yes she yeah. is. <laughs> Let me go find it. Let me go find it on YouTube. <laughs> find it on YouTube. I did. A, I did an interview with Stephanie Renee. You, you. You don't know nothing. Like so. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, I, I do appreciate it. So no. Thank you. And and congratulations on on everything that that you're doing. Because as a as a other fellow professional who has a, a serious nine to five that also does other things, I know how hard <laughs> and time consuming. It
0: is. All right. Well, thank you again. I don't want to take up any more of your time because, I mean, we've been on here for two hours.
1: No, see, that's probably me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have a tendency to be long when to ask a question. I'm sorry. All right. I'm that's all
0: right. okay. Right. It, I'm it sorry. was what it was supposed to be. Thanks for listening to Savor and Sage Unplugged. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and to stay up to date, head over to Saberandsage.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and thank you for all of your DMs, emails, all those shouts of encouragement. Stay tuned for the next episode, which drops next Sunday.